HR Party of One is brought to you by Bernie Portal, the all-in-one HRIS that saves you time so you can foster a better place to work. In this episode, we'll talk about how you can prepare for Q1 effectively and without getting overwhelmed. Q4 is one of the busiest times of the year, but it's also the time when the steps you take to prepare for Q1 have the most impact. By setting yourself up for success in Q1, the whole year will run much smoother, which gives you time back to focus on advancing to high tiers on the HR hierarchy of needs. So in this episode of HR Party of One, we'll discuss how HR can prep for Q1, what should be on your Q1 audit checklist, and why you need an audit checklist. Let's get started. How can HR prepare for Q1? As an HR party of one, Q4 might be the time of year where you wear all of your different hats every day. However, that makes it the best time of the year to sit down and review what's working and what isn't, while everything is fresh in your mind. And that's why we prepare for Q1 and Q4 by beginning with the end in mind. What can I do to prepare for the upcoming year so the end goal is achieved? To effectively prepare for Q1, you need to consider next year's budget as well as where you stand right now. Your organization's finances impact everything in your company, so understanding the budget is critical for any HR pro. In fact, I strongly recommend that HR professionals learn everything they can about their organization's finances. By tying your HR role to finances, you can develop an understanding of why leaders make specific decisions and align your own decision-making with critical financial information. Once you have a good grasp on the budget, you should rewind time. Look at your calendar or task list from Q1 last year. Identify what you did that was effective and what you wish you had handled differently so you can improve that process and lighten your workload. Then evaluate your priorities. What needs to be reviewed or audited as soon as possible? What do you want to review and audit but must put on the back burner until more important tasks are completed? Ideally, you can get to everything, but it's better to strategize just in case you need to turn your attention to other duties. If I need to handle the offboarding of a senior leader in my org, I'm gonna deprioritize writing a new policy for workstation cleanliness. For an HR party of one, you know how important it is to strategize your role so your time and effort is spent on worthwhile projects. To learn more about how you can revamp your HR role and begin saving time and energy on EFATs or employee-facing administrative tasks, watch our episode on the HR hierarchy of needs. I'll link to it for you to check out. What should you review and audit for Q1? Now for the good stuff. Let's break it down from a top to bottom perspective so you begin with the highest priority items first. Number one, the budget. I mentioned this just a second ago, but it's so important that I'm going to say it again. Review next year's budget if it exists. If it doesn't exist and you're watching this in Q4, pencil that in at the absolute top of your priority list. But more than likely, your budget has been figured out so you can compare it to the past year and evaluate what needs need to be audited to ensure continued organizational growth. Also consider, are there any defunct subscriptions or other money drains I can stop? Has anyone submitted credit card statements or reimbursement requests as needed? Do I need to check that any licensing fees, rental fees, or other essential billing is accurate? Is accounts receivables and payables up to date? I have a system in place to wrangle mine. I'll share it with you in the description. After the budget, audit your organization's compliance. Double check that there aren't new laws affecting the workplace to know going into Q1. For example, in 2023, the IRS changed e-filing requirements drastically. Anyone submitting more than 10 forms to the IRS must do so electronically. That number used to be 250. 
If you use an all-in-one HRIS like Bernie Portal to run payroll and manage benefits administration, then compliance forms like 1095Cs are auto-filled and submitted for you. If you haven't heard of this major change yet, I'll link guidance on the topic for you to learn more. Additionally, remember to audit any workplace posters that must be changed out annually. Other compliance considerations include complying with pay transparency laws. We keep a running list of which states and jurisdictions have pay transparency legislation, so I'll link that in the description as well. Planning for any federal or state level changes for minimum wage or overtime threshold increases. Checking safety inspections or other OSHA needs. Reviewing FICA slash FUTA forms. Reviewing licensing. Auditing your employee's headcount. To be considered an ALE or applicable large employer, your organization must have a minimum of 50 employees. This may have changed going into Q1. If you're concerned about auditing your organization's compliance needs, seek input from an employment lawyer or reach out to your property and casualty broker for guidance. Security concerns. It's very important to review and audit any security concerns. Think about these sorts of things. Are old or lost key cards deactivated so former employees are restricted from entering the building? Have I removed defunct accounts from any platforms we use? Is my network secure? Here at Bernie Portal, we perform a regular SOC 2 audit. That's an audit where we pay a third party to try and hack our system. It helps us ensure our network is secure and stay at the top of the game when it comes to protecting our own software from cyber attacks. Technology. You may want to break this up into different categories to help you sort priorities and stay organized. First, let's think about essential technology hardware. Hardware technology is the physical piece of equipment like a laptop or ethernet cable. Ask yourself questions like, are the current computer models functioning optimally? Are old internet modems potentially slowing down network speeds? Are GPS locators in company vehicles collecting accurate data? Then let's think about essential technology software. Software technologies are things like a customer service management system, Adobe Photoshop, or AutoCAD for engineers to draft mechanical renderings. Whatever software your organization needs to function is considered essential and worth reviewing. Ask yourself, are we using the best software for this task considering our budget and needs? The next category is also software, but it deserves its own mention, your HRIS, or Human Resources Information System. Whatever you use to automate HR tasks should be reviewed and audited. If you use a software to handle payroll, clock in, clock out, manage benefits administration, etc., then ask yourself, is this software solution the best one available for my needs? Will it scale to my organization's growth? Is it transparent about its pricing model? Does its customer service team provide top-tier assistance? For example, Bernie Portal is an all-in-one HRIS with product specialists dedicated to your specific account that will answer your questions and troubleshoot any issue ASAP. Maintaining remarkable customer service is a top priority, and with everything an HRIS has on the line, it should be a major consideration during your audit. Better yet, just ask yourself, does my HRIS improve my role and my organization as a whole? If the answer is no, then any other questions lose significance. You know it's time to drop the old tech and move on to something else. If you're sick and tired of account managers being unresponsive or unable to help, I've linked resources to help you audit HR software and guide you step-by-step -step on how to pick out a new solution. After technology, review your current policies and procedures. And I mean the official policies that everyone should not only know well, 
but should sign their agreement to follow. But it's not just for your workforce, this includes you too. Any onboarding or offboarding checklist needs a look alongside hiring and termination procedures. Review anything contained in an employee handbook or culture guide or what your workforce uses to guide their day-to-day, -day, like a PTO policy or mission statement. Now let's talk about events. Go ahead and put on the upcoming year's calendar any regular meetings, holiday parties, or other work-related events. This helps everyone budget their time appropriately and can reduce potential scheduling conflicts. We have monthly meetings called FBFs, or Forced Bernie Fun to cover important and timely topics. And for the record, I get lunch catered, so it's more fun and less forced. To prep for Q1 and set myself up for long-term success, I schedule all 12 FBFs in advance and put them on everyone's Google Calendar. Completing this review will also prepare you for associated needs like planning accommodations for employees that must travel to attend important meetings. If my org meets annual financial goals, we fly everyone to a fun off-site location to celebrate such a huge win. Earlier this year, we went to Fort Lauderdale. I prepped for that massive expenditure of my time and effort by researching and figuring out accommodations and travel for a potential trip in Q1. Next up on your Q1 audit checklist is unofficial processes. By unofficial processes, I mean the things your organization does regularly that aren't part of any official documentation and should be. So methods or practices that are commonplace but currently unregulated. To start, ask yourself questions like, how are managers pointing out performance issues, receiving acknowledgement of those issues, and following up with direct reports? Providing clear guidance on the best script to follow can help you develop managers and ensure feedback is accepted and implemented by individual contributors. Would my organization be more efficient if I develop an official communication pathway? If you're interested in how defining communication pathways can benefit your organization, check out the episode I linked. Am I going to keep buying birthday cakes for everyone in this office, or can I please ditch the birthday cake? Great news, yes, you can ditch it. And the best time to do that is at the beginning of Q1, so you don't accidentally leave people out by announcing your birthday party planner resignation halfway through the year. For a template on how to absolve yourself of this duty, check out the blog and episode I linked for you. I strongly recommend watching the episode. It's a smashing good time. Prepping for Q1 at the end of the previous year may add to your plate, but we're here to help you sort your priorities and start off on the right foot. Some industries and organizations have different needs and you're positioned to know best what to review and audit each year. But if you want an extra leg up after this episode, check out the description. It's filled with helpful resources to help you close out this year and move on to the next. And as always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.